Ladies and gentlemen, here on SNS, I give you running the ropes. Now let's kill You have now tuned in to the best. No concepts, Maverick. We'll destroy you in the match with information more relevant than famous quotes. I'm proud to introduce you to running the ropes. I'm checking folks. The revolution won't be televised. Get mesmerized. Yeah, just a couple of Steve Urkels on ins that can't cover in the square circle. Seeing that we got you. All the way we got you. WWE, any circuit, you know we got you. Right here on SNS, get your network. From the podcast of the SNS network. Right here on the SNS Radio Network at snsradionetwork.com. Brian Mavic Bertrand back on the airwaves here in 2015. Uh, I just wanted to, I don't know, I just felt like starting up the show again and just creating more of this stuff. Um, I just had some life problems, you know. Uh, recently, I was actually able to go get another couple of jobs. Uh, just working as a uh, delivery driver for one of them, and now with the current one I have now, kind of an IT uh, bit. So it, it's it's really good pay, and I'm happy where I'm at. So I hope to, I hope to evolve from there. So, uh, but on the wrestling front, I've been watching a lot of uh, uh I've been watching a lot of the main stuff. I, I've been keeping up with WWE. Not so much with TNA because their whole situation was weird. Uh, but I do plan on bringing you more running the ropes. Probably, in, in, I'm not sure, probably a, a bi-monthly thing or, uh, or not bi-monthly, but bi-weekly, something like that. Maybe monthly to bi-weekly, something like that. So we'll see what happens. But right now, um... I just wanted to give you guys my thoughts on the current situation with uh, WWE, TNA, and well, TNA as much as I could think, uh, as much as I could think of off the top of my head, and uh, outside of that. So uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. So let's go ahead and start out with what I want to call one of the greatest ideas that Triple H has ever come up with, as far as taking a creative standpoint within the WWE and that being of course NXT. I like the fact that they're still going strong. They were able to make this brand into something new. I, I've said it so many times on here that I'm so happy they went away with the whole uh the obstacle course and reality games kind of thing. I'm happy that stopped. Um but now you're seeing stars rise because that's what WWE is all about. You're see, you want stars to rise out of this and to become stars, basically become what uh, a, a, a hyper glorified tough enough. But instead of it being just guys off the street coming in, it's actual trained independent guys that have that brand to show off what they could do instead of just learning it. Um, 
And then with the recent announcement of Tough Enough coming back, you, you're going to see more of the people come off the street and, and, and actually compete to be to learn how to be a wrestler uh, the WWE way, which is fine. You know, honestly, I'm I'm not too uh, I'm not too worried about that. Although I, I still find it kind of a waste because look at how many people are still in the WWE that are that came from Tough Enough. Okay, f- two people, Miz and Cameron. Okay, I I I don't understand it myself. Um, Miz is lucky to be there for one thing. He only he's only there because he's been on so many other reality shows, and Cameron's lucky to be there because she looks good. That's it. So, but that's just my opinion. Um, but still, tough enough. I think coming back, we'll see more of the normal guys coming through. Whereas NXT was kind of what half of uh, the indie guys were uh, were looking for. Uh, a promotion to come in and, and promote themselves and to get and to take that next step into the WWE is, is on that. So uh, it's it's looking good so far. I love NXT. I think it, it's uh, I think now we're seeing more of what we want to see. More indie guys like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville, uh, and so many others, and. We're just seeing how they perform inside the inside a a WWE ring, a WWE setting. A, a, you know, it, it's kind of what it's kind of the same thing to what uh, WCW did with the TV studio. Instead of going out for the big arenas with Saturday night, you kept it in a little TV studio at Turner. So there you go. That's perfect. Um, it's comparable to TNA, but at the same time, it's not because these guys are all home or all established outside of the WWE. Uh, they're just under different names, but you still recognize the people. Um, but then again, TNA did that too. Uh, but the the decisions is it's a lot more entertaining. You're you're seeing so many great things come out of there. Look who came out of there since they started on, uh, the new format, Biggie Langs in the shield, uh, Bray Wyatt, Bo Dallas, uh, so just a lot of other, other people. Page is another one. Uh, just a lot of cool guys out there, uh, out there now that can benefit from NXT. And, and personally, and I know it's kind of a bold statement, but I believe that NXT is the is Vince McMahon's contribution to independent pro wrestling is having that developmental territory where it's an environment where they're used to putting on, you know, there you have a smaller setting yeah, at Full Sail University. It's a it's big enough to be a TV studio yet small enough to be considered like a indie promotion, uh, the small little uh, uh, one lot kind of thing. Um, I don't know how bad I, I I'm I don't know how big the community is down there, but I do know that the the Orlando, Florida area is a big wrestling town. So uh, at least a, a, a wrestling a, the town that's full of wrestlers. So uh, definitely, I, I think that with with NXT now, we're gonna see a lot more come out of that. I, I think I I see nothing but great things on the horizon for NXT. Uh, Kevin Owens right now is looking to be the bet the baddest heel on the planet 
and exact exactly the same way he was in Ring of Honor. He was an amazing heel, Kevin Steen. Uh seeing them revive the uh Steen Generico feud with Zayn and Owens now, I think that's gonna be great. What better way to get the to get something going but two guys that started the started in the business together and uh put on amazing amazing feuds in ring of honor uh the the ferocity the the fan interaction the the memories the memorable matches like how wow that's gonna be great two guys that know each other so well in and out of the ring that they're gonna be able to put on amazing matches and get paid a hell of a lot more for it so you know you have something good there um in the case of certain other guys being called up to the main roster, uh, Adrian Neville's going to be one of them. Look at look at how he did with Zayn and Tyson Kidd and a lot of us. Although what got me was that I didn't like how uh, I, I I'm kind of against how WWE sends guys from the main roster like mid to top carders down or, or lower card lower to mid card. Uh, talent down to NXT and oh instantly they're number one contender for the NXT championship I Titus O'Neil somehow got that way I, I know he fought a couple of other guys he kind of he kind of brought his way up but he, he instantly went for the NXT title and not just regular not just matches and stuff it just irritated me so uh but other than that I mean NXT has been a real good foundation for uh, great. I want to say. I want to say great. I want to say amazing wrestling. They they still have some. Uh, weird things that have come out of there. The Ascension for one, for one, and which I don't know why, but they're just getting jobber matches, horrible jobber matches on Raw. Don't know why, but I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but that's that. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take a break right now. When, when I get back, I'll talk about uh, some some more WWE. Talk about uh, Wrestle Kingdom 9. That happened this month. And so much more. So, again, I'll be back right after this. Good to be back. Hey there, listeners of the SNS Radio Network. Mindwipe here from the Elite Force Podcast, reminding you that when there is no live show or podcast airing, there is our wonderful little jukebox feature we have on the SNS Live page. Simply go to the website, pick a track you want to listen to, and then wait for it to come up. It's just like being in a bar and having a jukebox, except you don't have to pay for it. Additionally, don't forget, you can tune in to all the great shows on the SNS Radio Network Live, including all the live shows and podcasts, via TuneIn, The World's Radio, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Just go to either of those, download them to your mobile app or tablet, and search for SNS. There you go, folks. How much simpler could it be? A jukebox, live shows, podcasts, mobile, access, everything you could ever want, right here on the SNS Radio Network. Hey 
Hey guys and girls, this is Ashley Richardson, and you can join me here on the SNS Radio Network every week for SNS Sticks and Flicks, where we cover video gaming news, whether it be handhelds, mobiles, last generation PC, or the next gen of the Wii U, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Did somebody say 4? No, I didn't mean you 4. Anyway, there's also movie and entertainment news, as well as perhaps the occasional review. And I'll give you the lowdown on whether it's the right movie or show for you. Did somebody say four? Look, I didn't mean you four. Just go away, okay? There's also a possibility of other stuff being on the show. It could be sports, it could be politics, it could be news, it could be what I had for lunch. Yeah, I don't know, but it'll be all for you. Nothing? Seriously, nothing? Anyway, all that on SNS Sticks and Flicks here on the SNS Radio Network and all for free. Did somebody say free? Ah, I'm done. What? Was it something I said? SNS Radio Network. Want to keep up with what's going on with all the personalities and radio shows on the SNS Network? Well, let me tell you how. You can check out the Facebook group over at www.facebook.com slash groups slash SNS Radio Network. On Twitter, follow us at SNS Radio Network. You can follow me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson, at SNS underscore jjsexa1 these are just a few ways to keep up with all the happenings going on on the sns radio network Running the ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network at snsradionetwork.com. Brian Maverick Bertrand with you once again. And just bringing up the fact that, you know, speaking of positive things that WWE has been doing, um, I'm not saying I want to be, I'm not saying I'm like brain, I don't think I'm brainwashed or anything. I just think that, uh, you know, there's, there's some positive things to look at. See, for me, I look at I look at WWE more than just the in-ring product because they've grown to be something else outside of that. Uh, instead, I mean that's why you have the entertainment part in there. I like the merchandise. I like the WWE Network. I love the WWE Network. I think everyone on the network loves the WWE Network. Hell, you can't beat that price. All the pay-per-views, all the live programming, all the Original stuff they're doing for nine ninety nine a month. Oh my god! So, uh, I love it. I, I'm I actually have a episode of Primetime Wrestling on right now. So they're showing uh, 
Jim Neidhart in the ring right now. And uh, they just showed him right now. They, just, they don't have his opponent in the ring yet. So, uh, but I've been I've been loving it. I've been if if there's a time where I couldn't watch a pay per view, I'll just watch it on demand the next day or something. So, uh, but I mean, with everything going on and that you know, people have people are quitting the WWE. Oh, speaking of which, uh, George Animal Steel is. Uh, the opponent of Jim Neidhart on there for primetime wrestling. It was the first episode. So, uh, but yeah, like he, uh, people are, are ending their WWE network subscriptions because, Oh, I don't like the current product. I don't like what they're doing right now. It's Roman Reigns and John Cena and Daniel Bryan and CM Punk said a lot of things. And I think they're true because I believe in CM Punk. Which to me seems like a really stupid reason to even come out with that kind of reasoning in your head. I I I can understand you're having problems watching the WWE network. Yeah, you're not. You don't like some of the stuff on WWE network. You don't like how they're how the WWE network is describing some people. Things like that. Okay, those are legitimate reasons. But it's funny because I don't think the WWE is is marketed that way. I think they're marketed like if you want to watch stuff from the past or stuff from the future or stuff in the present or upcoming things in the future. Hey, we got this here. Uh, if you want to watch what made these guys famous, you know that's another thing too. They could always do that. I I just don't like the fact that they're using stupid first world problems and saying. Oh well, they treated CM Punk bad. Or hey, hey, last week, hey, last week Heath Slater blew his match, and it would look really bad on TV. So I'm gonna quit the network. Which to which I will not be surprised if that was the case for any of them. But I mean, just putting that out there. If you're gonna quit, if you're gonna leave the WWE network for that, good, leave. We don't want you here. But. I don't think it makes any sense for them to come on and to just rant about WWE when in reality you should you weren't a WWE fan in the first place. But one thing that I, I love when people make fun of WWE for not making their subscription uh, quota is basically if that happens, if if one thing comes out of that, it's this. You're going to see the interested people in the WWE. Yes, it's not going to be immediately a million people. However, there is 6.5 billion people on this planet, give or take. So you're going to get more and more people involved. Or not involved, but subscribe to the network. It's not It's not going to be today. It may not be today or tomorrow or whatever, but they're going to get past that billion mark I can guarantee it it's a turnaround that they're going to look forward to it's going to be it's going to make the company bigger but for now you got to look at it like you got to look at it from the perspective of say people who are subscribed to the network and have subscribed since day one those including myself and I, I I know I sound like a holier than thou jerk but hey you know what this has to be said 
for for some people that have stuck by it since day one, like myself, yeah, it took a little bit to start. It wasn't streaming that good, but now it seems like they got it together. It were it it's intended for you really know the loyal fans from the from the Fairweather fans just by looking at the subscriber numbers on the WWE network. There, that's what I wanted to say. They they come on to watch Monday Night War, Legends House. Uh I mean, w- weren't they weren't they boasting that Legends House was one of the biggest shows of the of the time uh, of the network at that time bringing in big numbers for them and it was great i loved it i loved seeing all these you know all these old guys that i that i recognized doing <laughs> doing larping or uh doing the uh golf cart thing that was great i was glad to see it seeing them in the same tv screen with gary Busey was an interesting concept uh kudos to whoever whoever thought about that um but just the fact that we have all this stuff available and then some you got nxt that i already said was you know one of the biggest ones you got monday night war you got these original documentaries um, but see, to me, I think it would be even bigger if I think WWE Network could get more if they just pulled all their, if they pulled out everything from Hulu Plus, just putting it out there. If they pull out a Hulu Plus and kept all the NXTs and all the WWE Network stuff that should be on the network and is being advertised for the network, if they just keep that on the network then you'd probably bring in more members because they want to see this on WWE Network. Look at NXT. NXT is on both Hulu Plus and WWE Network. If they were able to grab NXT from Hulu and just keep it exclusively to uh, to WWE Network, then it'd be much easier for them. But they don't. And last I checked... I believe their big events, NXT Our Arrival, is on Hulu Plus. I think so. I I I should probably check that. So uh but I mean you get the point. If if they pull if they just pulled out everything that they're supposed to be saying is on the network off of their other media platforms, then I I think that I personally believe it would be a little bigger. It would be a it would be a little bit more help. Because you then you have more more to offer. So, and plus at the same time you got the pay per views and all that. I love the pay. I love having pay per views on there. I don't like the fact that it's laggy every time you get on because of the fact that you have other people getting on and listen and you have thousands of other people watching it, which I can understand. But if they're if you're trying to have people watch this and have as much people as you can to watch it. Why not make it bigger than it is? Why not make give you bigger uh, bandwidth, more bandwidth to work with? You know, make that make that happen. I'm just saying. So, in the case of uh, in the case of the Monday Night War stuff, I love it because you have you're actually outside of the in ring stuff. You have these original documentaries. You have 
documentaries on the Monday Night War, which is going to be wrapping up sometime this week. I sometime within next week, uh, they have the rivalries where you get to watch different rivalries of everyone, and it's not even just WWE. WWE, it's NWA. You know, uh, with uh, what do you call it? With Flair and Dusty Rhodes. So I mean, you have something to look forward to where it's not just and not just WWE and focus on WWE with Hogan and Piper and Austin McMahon and things like that. But you got more. You got a lot more. So we're we're just it's just gonna take a while. So and and you you get to watch ECW again. I love watching the old ECW stuff, which is awesome. Uh, but you know you have all that. So. Is it's just giving you a choice if you don't if you don't like what's on Raw on Monday night, flip on the WWE Network. Maybe there's something on WWE Network you want to watch. Then you won't look like a jerk. My point is this, you guys. My point is, yes, okay, I can understand your frustration. You don't like the way WWE is is hurting it, but to me, it's not a fact of what WWE is doing. It's what WWE is offering. Okay. So I don't like what you're. Wa- I don't like your current product. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna watch your past product, and come up with reasons as to why I like the original product more so than the fill than the crap that's being put up on TV right now. And I can guarantee you, that's a hell of a way to write a term paper. I mean, just just to have this available is something that. A lot of people don't realize it's unheard of. It's a it's a really big thing here. It's a way for them to say yes, we know you're there. So we're so tell you what, we'll put up what you like. We'll put up more stuff that you do like, like NXT, like the rivalries, like all that stuff, and. We'll have special events going on. We'll have all this. It's our network. It's our platform. We could do what we want with it, and we are going to take advantage professionally. So it, it's a matter of exactly how they're going to handle it in that regard as opposed to just putting it out there, not caring what the fans want, and that's it. I, it just doesn't make sense to go to take it out because oh I don't like the product so I'm just gonna stop paying for WWE Network when WWE Network I'm sorry to say it you guys it's just like Netflix if you can use Netflix you can use WWE or it's sorry it's just like Hulu Plus well and if I guess Netflix too in a way uh, if you can use Hulu Plus or Netflix. You can use the WWE Network. It's not that hard. So that's my two cents on it. Um, it just I I just I I just love the reasons people use to do that. It makes no sense to me. Um, so, but hey, that's all right. You know, Twitch is on. Uh, anyway, when I get back, I'm going to talk about more, maybe I'm going to talk about the uh, storylines in WWE right now, um, give you an idea on what I'm thinking of in terms of what I see. So, anyway, stay tuned, we'll be back after this. Baby, 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 
and every midweek with Chuck W and each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Wrestling shoot DVDs, wrestling action figures, wrestling memorabilia? Well, I'm pleased to announce that the SNS Radio Network is now officially an affiliate of HighSpots.com. So when you go to the SNS Radio Network site, click on the High Spots banner on the main page, and it takes you directly to High Spots. Now, I'm not saying you need to buy something from HighSpots.com, but if you do, you're helping to support the SNS Radio Network by going through High Spots on the link on the SNS Radio Network page. And every purchase gives a kickback to the SNS Radio Network, helping us keep all the programming here free for you. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. Are you feeling down in the dumps because you live outside the United States and maybe you can't get the WWE Network? Maybe you'd like to watch Netflix from the American region. But since you're in another country, it doesn't work for you? Well, I've got the solution for you. The SNS Radio Network is recently affiliated with UnblockUs.com. If you go to the SNS Radio Network page and click the UnblockUs.com banner ad, you can sign up to get a VPN. Not sure what a VPN is? Well, it basically protects your identity online. Basically, it gives you an address online where the content you want becomes available. Here's how it works. When you click the link on the SNS Radio Network banner, it takes you to UnblockUs.com. And from that link, you can sign up for a free one-week trial. If you decide to sign up afterward, it's only $4.99 a month. And when you think about it, that's great savings. $4.99 a month allows you to watch American Netflix or any region of Netflix that you'd like to watch. And here's the biggie, folks. If you don't have the WWE Network, you live in the U.K., you live in another country outside the United States, UnblockUs.com can set you up for $4.99 a month with a VPN that will allow you to have access to the WWE Network and all regions of Netflix, and you can watch it on your PS3, 
your Xbox 360, any device you have, you're able to use with unblockus.com. And the best part about it is I'm not just talking about this. I'm using this service myself. So once again, go to the SNS Radio Network, click on the Unblock Us banner, and from there, sign up. And if you do that, you help to support the SNS Radio Network as they give a kickback to us to help keep all the shows on the SNS Radio Network for free. Once again, unblockus.com, giving you freedom online. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now. right here on the SNS Radio Network at snsradionetwork.com. Brian Maverick Birch, I'm with you once again. My nephew just came came in just hanging out playing his little DS on there, playing Phoenix Wright, so he's not paying attention to me, so that's all right. <laughs> not that much. Uh, anyway, I you know, with all this talk, all this attention we're giving to WWE and to TNA, we hardly we hardly see anything coming out from anyone else outside of that, unless you keep up with your local independent circuit, or uh, subscribe to certain so uh, I wouldn't say publications, but certain newsletters uh, that highlight more of that. I don't know of any that are around, but I'm sure there are some still. Uh, one. One such event that I was looking forward to for a very long time since it was first announced, uh, since the, we were starting hearing rumblings about it from uh, last April onward, was Global Force Wrestling. Now, that is Jeff Jarrett's new endeavor he's hoping to do. Uh, former founding member of TNA Wrestling, now the founding member of Global Force Wrestling. I think what... Um, I think the reasoning behind it, and I'm, I'm I'm not saying this is this is the reasoning, but from what I could tell, I, I think what he's doing is um, instead of starting up a company with someone else, uh, I believe Jerry Jarrett, his father, started TNA and then just gave pass on to him. I think this is going to be a truly original endeavor for Jeff Jarrett, um, and he's going about it in all the right ways, um, and so. As a way to debut his uh, promotion, he starts up with New Japan Pro Wrestling and was fully involved with Wrestle Kingdom 9. Now, this is a big thing not only for Global Force, but for New Japan. New Japan just got a uh, a deal with with Access TV out here in the States and uh, got some recognition uh, or got some... Uh, highlights put together and showed them and and are are playing I guess stuff from 2013 I was personally insulted by the stereotype uh, uh, comic book look of the commercial they had I thought it was I thought it was blatantly bad to me but that's just me I I think they were trying to call it a manga promotion or something anyway uh let, let, let me go ahead and, and, and give you the quick results. Uh, Yuji Nagata, a.k.a. Uh, Blue Justice Yuji Nagata, wins the New Japan Rumble. Uh, uh, Red Dragon 
defeats the Young Bucks, Forever Hooligans, and the Time Splitters uh, to become not only to retain not only the uh, uh, New Japan Junior, the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles, but also going out also as Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. So there you go. They did a great move chasing the dragon and worked out. Good match overall. Uh, next match was very quick. Uh, uh, Tenkozi, uh, which is Tenzan and Kojima, and Tomoaki Hanma. Okay. Uh, defeat the Bullet Bullet Club members Jeff Jarrett, Bad Luck Fale, and Yujiro Takahashi. Um, quick match. Got to see the the guitar being used, so that was good. Um, after that match, we had, uh, Toru Yano, one of my least favorite, honestly, one of my least favorite Japanese wrestlers, uh, team, teaming up with TMDK and now, now Muchi Marafuji, uh, defeating the team of Suzuki gun, Shelton X Benjamin. Okay. The Canadian bulldog, Davy boy, Smith jr. Uh, Lance Archer, and Takahashi Izuka. So, another quick match there. Uh, UWF rules, basically, MMA. Uh, Minoru Suzuki defeats Kazushi, Kazushi Sakuraba. Uh, the website I'm looking at has uh, spelled it wrong. Uh, Sakuraba definitely brought it to Suzuki. We got to see big shots, and Suzuki's just taking saying, Come on, bring it! Which is great. Another uh, badass match we got to see on here was for the Never title, the Stone, uh, the Unchained Gorilla Togi Makabe uh, defeats the Stone Pitbull Tamiro Ishii with a King Kong knee drop. That was pretty cool. Um, what else? It was it was a big show. We had far was a lot of matches on here. Uh, Kenny Omega defeats. Uh, the funky weapon Ryosuke Taguchi. Uh, so that was I, I thought that was good. Um, there was one move. Uh, I guess he did a kind of a, a charging hit, a charging hip shot. I don't know how you'd call it, but it was a uh, kind of charging, turning around and slamming into the other guy. Uh, Kenny Omega did it with such force, which when he as soon as I saw the impact of him just slamming into Taguchi really hard it just made it, it i mean you could see taguchi just spit out like a lot of air from that so good move good good uh spot on that one um iwgp new tag team champions mayu tag which is the team of oh i just saw it on here um Tomei Tech, Hiroki Goto, and the Mad Dog Katsuyori Shibata defeating Gallows, uh, Carl Anderson, and Doc Gallows from the Bullet Club. And that match was very fun to watch. I I didn't like the, the bat wing slash butterfly wing look that Doc Gallows had on his face. Didn't understand it. Um, but Carl Anderson and, and uh Gallows definitely. I honestly, I think they make just as good as a team as Anderson did with uh, Giant Bernard, and uh, it, it's just great. And I think 
Anderson does great tagging with big guys. Just real big guys. So, awesome. Um, AJ Styles defeating uh, Tetsuya Naito, the Stardust Genius. I guess that's his nickname there. With a Super Styles Clash from the second rope. A lot of people are saying the Styles Clash should be banned just because of the way it lands. Personally, from... What I could see, it looks pretty safe as long as you know to bring your head back instead of forward. So, um, I I just don't see it. Anyway, uh, for the IWGP Intercontinental title, uh, Koshinsuke Nakamura, the King of Strong Style, defeats the Golden Star Kota Ibushi to retain the U, the uh, IWGP Intercontinental title. With my my nephew's favorite finishing move name, the Bomaye. <laughs> he doesn't even want to know. He doesn't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> you okay? Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, just playing. He's just playing Phoenix Wright on his DS. Not ignoring. Not even paying attention to his uncle at all. So that's fine. Uh. For the IWGP Heavyweight Championship of the World, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace of the universe, I guess is the name, defeats Kazuchika, Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker. And this one was amazing both the i and honestly both the intercontinental and world heavyweight title matches on that card were the best and at the end of the at the end of the the main event you see okada in tears as he leaves bringing it an emotional thing there so i'm i'm actually i, I was actually happy to see that uh come about and honestly, like, there's, when you look at American wrestling and Japanese wrestling, it's two different animals of the same uh, genome. It's still wrestling. It's just not, it's just not what we're used to seeing. We're not used to seeing the more fluid moves, the emotion, the hard hitting, the power, the strong style kind of things. And if you look at it, um, compare a lot of Hulk Hogan's matches in WWE, compare them to what you see, what they have of him in Japan, especially while he was the WWF champion in 1993, taking on the great Muda, you know, things like that happened. And, it's it's a much different look from what we got. So, seeing the the whole Japanese style of professional wrestling, something that I love watching, something that I enjoy, just to see another culture take it to the next level. And by God, have they taken it to the next level for many years. It, it was something to behold, something to really keep our eyes on and I think honestly if this is going to be how Global Force Wrestling does it then by God I am looking forward to what Jeff Jarrett has to offer as a wrestling fan I think we deserve it 
as a observ as an observant man, I could say it's what the wrestling it's what we need for professional wrestling, not so much sports entertainment. Um, so there you go. Uh, and wow, I just spent a few minutes on that. So uh, let me go ahead and take a break. When I get back, I'm going to give you my thoughts on TNA, and I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. So stay tuned. I'm back right after this. Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. And I want to take a moment to let you guys know that personally, I appreciate the support that we've had here on the SNS Radio Network over the years. And I'm here to tell you about a new way that you can help us out and show your support for the SNS Radio Network. We now have a way for you to uh, donate to the SNS Radio Network. If you go to the SNSRadioNetwork.com main page, scroll down, there is now a donate button on the page. Now, I'm not saying you have to donate to us, but your donation is very appreciated as we do a lot of hard work on the SNS Radio Network, spend a lot of our time and our own money to make sure that you guys have uh, entertaining podcasts and live shows on the SNS Radio Network. So to those who have donated so far, on behalf of the SNS Radio Network, we appreciate you and your continued support. And for those that will donate in the future, again, we thank you for your support of the SNS Radio Network. www.snsradionetwork.com, providing you with free podcasts since 2010. wrestling shoot DVDs, wrestling action figures, wrestling memorabilia? Well, I'm pleased to announce that the SNS Radio Network is now officially an affiliate of HighSpots.com. So when you go to the SNS Radio Network site, click on the HighSpots banner on the main page, and it takes you directly to HighSpots. Now, I'm not saying you need to buy something from HighSpots.com, but if you do, you're helping to support the SNS Radio Network by going through HighSpots on the link on the SNS Radio Network page. And every purchase gives a kickback to the SNS Radio Network, helping us keep all the programming here free for you. Hey there, listeners of the SNS Radio Network. Mindwipe here from the Elite Force Podcast, reminding you that when there is no live show or podcast airing, there is our wonderful little jukebox feature we have on the SNS Live page. Simply go to the website, pick a track you want to listen to, and then 
wait for it to come up. It's just like being in a bar and having a jukebox, except you don't have to pay for it. Additionally, don't forget, you can tune in to all the great shows on the SNS Radio Network Live, including all the live shows and podcasts, via TuneIn, The World's Radio, and Stitcher Smart Radio. Just go to either of those, download them to your mobile app or tablet, and search for SNS. There you go, folks. How much simpler could it be? A jukebox, live shows, podcasts, mobile access, everything you could ever want, right here on the SNS Radio Network. SNSRadioNetwork.com. Brian Maverick Bertrand with you once again. Just uh, going through it. I know uh, I'm, by the time I upload this, it's probably going to be a little late, but it's fine. I'm not even. I'm not even worried about it. I don't. I'm. I ain't even mad. Um. So, like I um. So I, I I did get a job. I'm 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 doing an IT job now. I'm I'm loving it. I'm doing a lot more than I'm used to. I'm in the whole corporate world now, so it, it's going pretty good. Um, it's an entryway. It's an entry point. It's an entry point to something that I know I could do and something that I know I will definitely be able to keep up with. So I think I'm. I'm I think I'm gonna keep this job for a while. Why? The money is good. Oh, the money is so good. Uh, but I mean, it just doesn't. At the same time, too, like. I I have more responsibility. My nephew just turned up his DS on full blast. You can probably hear it on the on the microphone, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna throw something at him, but I don't think I will. Uh, I just feel that I I just feel happy with my job, and that's that's the one thing I think that everyone needs to realize is that if you're happy with your job, it doesn't feel like a job. It just feels fun. That's what this job feels to me. It feels fun. So, uh, and I'm learning a lot. And I'm learning I'm learning about networking and uh, the IT side of things. I'm learning more than I than I would have learned on in college. So that's great. Um, so, if anything, um, I'm gonna keep you posted on my whether or not I have a job or not. So far, so good though. So, you know, I just feel like I should let you know because. Uh, it, 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 it actually explains why I haven't done my show in like the last few months was because of work. Um, I just hope to bring you more of this stuff again and to really, really keep up with wrestling and to give you guys the satisfaction of hearing my voice again on the podcast. Even if you're not, if, if if you are awesome, if if you know someone that's not, hey, tell them, hey guys, hey, uh, Brian Maverick Bertrand's got the or Maverick's got this, you know, new show, running the ropes. He's done a few interviews. Speaking of interviews, speaking of which, just so you know that I'm committed to it, I am not going to reveal 
who I'm going to have an interview with. Why? Because it's not final. However, I have been talking to Chris Kelly, and he has assured me that he is working on getting me another interview. So, also, big shout out to the guys at the train at, at trainadamshow.com. Uh, they had an interview. They had a pre-interview with uh, a pre-show interview with Jeff Jarrett for Wrestle Kingdom Nine. So happy that went out. I can't wait to get this back on the saddle again and to bring you the next uh, Global Force Wrestling superstar to become a part of it. I'm not saying that this next one is going to be a Global Force superstar or not, but we don't know from here until we get to the interview. So uh, that's that. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, So earlier in the show, I talked about how great the WWE Network is, how great NXT is. I cannot wait to see Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn all over again in a new promotion, in a new environment. It's going to be awesome. But please, can we cut down on the apron power bombs? They make me cringe. Speaking of which, what's up with the video screens on the on the aprons to NXT? Has anyone else noticed that? It's a random ADD thought, like, but I don't like video. Sc- I, I feel very skeptical with video screens, and my nephew is not paying attention, but he should listen. Think about this. You see, I have an HDTV in my room. We have that. It's kind of old. We wouldn't want to throw people into the TV and electrocute the people being thrown into it. So why is WWE having video screens of the same exact caliber on the side of their NXT ring? Dangerous or not? You be the judge. To me, it feels very dangerous. But that's why no one's Irish whipping anyone into the apron anymore. And also, if you're going to go for like a no DQ match and you want weapons, how are you going to get under the ring? Seriously? But to me, it just seems like it it seems like a a nuance that's an unnecessary nuance. And all you're doing is adding to the entrance. That's it. Then, then uh, they have it's funny because they're trying to they're doing the thing where they have like a scoreboard like you see at, at arenas with. A scoreboard above the ring and then underneath the scoreboard is another video screen with another Titan Tron on there what's the point so I mean the only people that are gonna look at it are the people looking up at the wrestler or the camera guys looking up at the wrestler from the turnbuckle like this is to me it just seems out of place totally out of place that's just me though. I'm a traditionalist and when it comes to that sort of thing. So, anyway, TNA. Of course, we know we have TNA wrestling has had their ups and downs as of late. I listened to an interview that Dixie Carter had on Jim Ross's podcast. Again, big shout out to Jim Ross did a great job for Wrestle Kingdom 9. Um, I just think that with the way Dixie Carter has alluded to being the glass half full kind of person, it doesn't really help when your company is known for making very bad decisions. Um, as far as I know, 
Vince Russo is not involved with TNA anymore. Again, I should say. Uh, but we don't know how Destination America is going to play out. It might be it might be beneficial for them to stay with them, but at the same time, it's hard to tell what they can do. However, that being said, you got to look at it from another business. Oh, that sounds a lot better. You got to look at it from another perspective in terms of business. They're, TNA is a company that's trying to get exposed. They need to find. They need to expose themselves on any sort of platform they can. However, in this new age of professional PG era uh, skepticism, it's hard for a wrestling company get o- to get over. Why? Because uh, because of the Attitude Era. I love the Attitude Era. I lived through. I, I watched. All of it. I, I loved watching all that unfold back in the day. I love watching it now on, on WWE Network because it was such a big part of my life. That being said, the Attitude Era is respon- is responsible for screwing over professional wrestling. And I'm saying that with the utmost respect for everyone involved in the business of professional wrestling. I uh, hit X on that. Uh, my nephew's playing uh, advanced my advanced warfare profile, and I was just wanted to know. Oh crap! Cancel because I already paid for that. Uh, sorry, <laughs> little behind the scenes there. Anyway, um, you when when uh, when you got to see so much of the the new attitude and the. The added uh, envelope pushing that Vince McMahon warned us about. You have all these other you you have all these other guys making a name for themselves by uh, w- by uh, having the naked women on there. You, you, the 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 oh, just readjusting my my setup here uh, by having the scantily clad women come out and uh, doing. All this, uh, all these antics that really set the bar for uh, for WWF and WCW at the time. But while it was great to be a fan, while it was great to be a fan, it was hip to be a fan to get the idea of have of watching either. WWF Raw or WCW Monday Nitro and then later with SmackDown and Thunder Ugh. sorry every time I think of WCW Thunder my stomach kind of moves my my stomach kind of moves a little bit it's not fun um it just doesn't feel like now it's like you don't have that choice anymore and it's not the fact that it's it's not the fact that we don't have the competition that we used to have. It's the fact that we got too much. That honestly, we had too much of what they thought we wanted. We had Sable with the body paint on her breastices. We had Sunny sleeping in the locker room. And sleeping... Just, you know, falling asleep in the men's locker room and 
men. <laughs> but she was into it. So, uh, but we, we, we got a little bit of a little bit too much, uh, the attitude, the, the envelope pushing the, Oh, you can't do this. Blah, blah, you son of a bitch, blah, 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 blah. But we didn't get the control that we were hoping for. See, I'm I'm not saying that, you know, you can't run a... Re- I'm not saying that the wrestling business would have survived without it because it certainly would not have. However, we got that and then... We had that and then some. We, I mean, and you, if you watch all the old 80s stuff and you compare that to now, you'll see what I mean. We went from, and I understand, we went from the cartoony era to the attitude era and now we're stuck on the attitude the fans mentality is stuck on the attitude era and nothing is good because it didn't exist in the attitude era that's what i feel like that's what i feel like every time i listen to bust it open and they talk about it or uh certain other shows and don't get me wrong i love busted open radio i think it's awesome and i am glad that they're on I'm, I'm glad that there's a professional wrestling show on sirius xm that i could listen to uh, how, <laughs> despite them being on the same channel as a show dedicated to horses, and yes, it exists. Um, I just think that with the way fans are now, fans are just totally fickle, and they're back and forth, and they we don't know what we want now. And it seems that trip, it seems that Triple H knows it. We don't know what we want until we know what we see. I mean, we're not going to have Stone Cold Steve Austin again. We're not going to have The Rock again. We're not going to have, you know, Shawn Michaels, Triple H. We're not going to have DX. We're not going to have any of that again. Because it was because back then it was pushing the envelope and it was a little too far. And now we see... It seems like we're comparing... Uh, we're comparing today's uh, limits to the past limits. And we don't realize, as as fans, we don't realize, as fans in general, I should say, we don't realize that we are, that we are way past what used to be. You know, we know what was wrong. You know, we, we've seen great matches, but we, we've had great matches. We've had, you know, Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold. We've had uh, Austin, Austin Michaels for the WWE Championship. We've seen all that. We got to see so much, but we've seen too much. We've seen the envelope push. We've seen what happens when companies don't uh, sit. When companies decide to get up and make something big of what was supposed to be big in the first place, and that was the Attitude Era. The problem was now we want that again, but our maturity level hasn't hasn't lowered or hasn't been heightened now that we've now that we've grown up we've seen it well we can't move on it's impossible so if anything we will know more about that and we'll know more about you know what we want we don't want once we see it that's why bray wyatt is so big that's why all these other guys are so big so 
Anyway, I'm gonna talk more about this right now. I gotta take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more about this and wrap up the show. So we'll see you back. Hey guys and girls, this is Ashley Richardson and you can join me here on the SNS Radio Network every week for SNS Sticks and Flicks where we cover video gaming news, whether it be handhelds, mobiles, last generation, PC or the next gen of the Wii U, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Did somebody say 4? No, I didn't mean you 4. Anyway, there's also movie and entertainment news as well as perhaps the occasional review. And I'll give you the lowdown on whether it's the right movie or show for you. Did somebody say four? Look, I didn't mean you four. Just go away, okay? There's also a possibility of other stuff being on the show. It could be sports, it could be politics, it could be news, it could be what I had for lunch. Yeah, I don't know, but it'll be all for you. Nothing? Seriously, nothing? Anyway, all that on SNS Sticks and Flicks here on the SNS Radio Network and all for free. Did somebody say free? Uh, I'm done. What? Was it something I said? This is the Bronx Father to tell you about the Get in the Zone podcast every weekend right here on the SNS Radio Network with myself, my co-host, Anthony Farley, and bringing you the TNA recap. No, God, please, no, no. L Train. We also cover SmackDown, some news, and you might even get moments like this. Oh, my brother! Testify! Wow. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that, that, was, that wasn't that was half bad. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> to quote... See, since I'm imitating... Since I'm imitating Devon tonight, I might as well run the gamut of black wrestlers and go with Booker T. Tell me I did not just... Here's that. It's one of those things to edit. (laughs) (laughs) To edit or not to edit? That is the question. (laughs) For the reaction, you cannot edit this one. Oh, shit. Anthony's dead. He's just done. (laughs) Oh, we might as well just end the show right now. So... Check out the archive every single weekend and drop us an email anytime. SNS get in the zone at gmail.com. Right here on the SNS Radio Network.
yeah. The all-American American in the house, baby. Zeb, roll another blunt. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, WWE in the house, baby. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I was gonna get a push, but then I got high. I was gonna headline WrestleMania, but then I got high. Now I've got one strike against me, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was gonna fight Del Rio, but then I got high. I was gonna start a real good feud, but then I got high. Now I'm jobbing to Santino and I know why. Hey, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Zeb and I were talking shit until I got high. We were gonna blame the Mexicans, but then I got high. Now Vince McMahon is pissed off and I know why. Hey, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high, because I got high I was gonna cure my lisp until I got high I was gonna speak like everyone else until I got high Now I still sound like a douchebag and I know why Yeah, cause I got high, because I got high, because I got high I renamed my ankle lock until I got high. I was gonna be bigger than rock, but then I got high. Now I'm losing to Zack Ryder, and I know why. Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. I had a great future until I got high. I was going to be the world champion, but then I got high. Oh, now I'm calling Dixie Carter, and I know why. Because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. I'm heading to TNA, man, where I can smoke all the pot I want. The All-American American is out. SNS Radio Network at the S- at SNSRadioNetwork.com. Brian Mavic Berkshire, I'm with you once again. And, uh, yeah, you know, I've been talking a little bit about wrestling and uh, what I got to watch and all that. Um, I think I was talking about what we fans are expecting in terms of 
uh, how we're com- in terms of what I've noticed through history. Um, like the I mean the going back to what I said, I, I, the Attitude Era, I think doesn't uh, it, it was too much for us as as, in, as fans as a whole. You know, I mean. You broke away from all the from a lot of the tradition that you had. You made up all these matches. You had the brawl for all. Let's not even mention that. And uh, you just had all these other uh, weird transitions to come up the way that we had it. Uh, the way that we had it uh, for the Attitude Era. But then now we're applying it. Now that the Attitude Era is gone and it's done and it ran its course, now we have it to where we go move on to outside companies. And this is where TNA comes in. Um, TNA tried to give back to the fans, tried to show that they are a legit contender in professional wrestling, and they are. They still are. They still invite a lot of people from outside the promotion as much as they can. They do work with Tommy Dreamer and House of Hardcore, so that's good. But they don't, I mean, it seems like they're trying to bring back things that don't need to be coming back. That's why Tommy Dreamer is working with them now. Uh, I'm not saying Tommy Dreamer doesn't need to come back. I think he's great. I think he, I think outside of, uh, uh, you know, for his house of hardcore stuff, I think he's doing great. Um, but I mean, in terms of uh, how things are, how, of what fans want to see, and for me, I don't think I don't like a lot of things. I don't like a lot of people in TNA. Unfortunately, I don't want to. I don't want to turn on the TV and see Rockstar Spud. Okay, I'm not a fan of his character. I'm not a fan of EC3. Despite him, despite how they're trying to uh, make him the guy in TNA, apparently that's why you had him retire Kurt Angle, and that's how you had him get Sting out of TNA. Personally, I think you know they're pushing EC3 to the moon. When really, isn't that why you have people like the Wolves? I mean, to me, TNA seems like there's too many heels. It feels like the heels outnumber the faces two to one. And that's unfortunate. And I think that with with people like uh, Eric Young and Bobby Roode and all these other guys coming in, it's like there's no, mm, no shining light in a way. No uh, person to... Have the TNA fans go, oh, wow, I can't wait to see this guy on TNA again. I'm going to record Destination America Then at that point. There's no one that I could see in TNA, per, from what I could tell, that can fill that gap. Maybe it's because of the fact that all the guys you had there that people wanted to see were fired and now working in Ring of Honor. Or, or, or rather released and now working for Ring of Honor or New Japan or, you know, the independents. So who's going to step up in TNA to take over and say, yes, we're here. I'm going to be the main guy on there. I'm going to be the guy to bring the TNA title home. 
and to make it all about the fans. So, where is it? Where is this guy? Because he's certainly not in TNA right now. You could say that guy is working for Global Force Wrestling. You could say he's working for WWE. But for some reason, he sure as hell isn't working at TNA. And that's why I'm... That's what really hurts me. I want TNA to succeed. I want them to bounce back. But I haven't seen anything on their part in terms of making that moment. Because you need a moment. Just one moment. That's it. But as far as I can tell, TNA still hasn't achieved that. Will they ever achieve it? We don't know. But I just feel that if anything, TNA needs to bounce back. TNA needs to keep it keep it within the realm they know. They brought back the six-sided ring. They brought back they're brought back they brought back Impact Wrestling. That's why they're on Destination America now. So now they just need the moment. They need a pinnacle moment that they could say, wow, this is going to be big. Will they get that with the current roster? Sure. Can they even get it with Rockstar Spud and EC3? Sure. But is it going to take a group effort? And the pro- It's going to take a lot of pride. It's going to take a lot of compromise. It's going to take a lot of patience. The, the question is, do these guys have that patience? Apparently, James Storm does. Hell, he's been there since the beginning. You know, and look what he's doing now. The last time I checked in with him, he was part of... He, he started a little cult or a little faction. Probably, I believe it's called... I believe that's what the revolution is. But then again, I'd still have to watch. So, until until I'm able to regain, to catch up again, and to find out what's going on, definitely, definitely, I'll comment more on that for sure. So... Uh, I just got to take some time to catch up on TNA. But do I really want to? Because for some reason, what I'm noticing is that I don't want... I, I I don't think a lot of fans now, especially now that they're that they're back, I don't think they have the motivation to watch TNA again. Are you going to regain... Is TNA going to regain the fandom that they were trying to achieve? Is anyone watching TNA still? Because... According to what I've seen, at least on uh, some pay, uh, some Facebook pages, including the SNS Radio Network page, no one's watching it. No one's really covering it. Uh, you know, the only the only people that are covering are the guys on the news sites. That's about it. So I gotta, I gotta, I don't know if they're watching it. I don't know if the fans are watching it again and keeping up. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna keep up with it. I'm uh, at least a little bit just to spark some sort of reaction so that's what i'm gonna do uh and i have one final thought i'm gonna time now for my final thought i one more ranting and raving thing i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna save this last segment now for something outside of wrestling wow that's a change i have been watching this last football season i I am so <laughs> I am so impressed with the way they did uh 
one of the radio stations out here, ninety five point seven, the game. Uh, it's a newer spot. It's a newer uh, station. Very good station. Uh, the frequency they were on has been going uh, going through different changes. You had a pop. It was a pop station before. It was a uh, country station for a while. It was a, a Spanish station. But now they change into sports radio on on the FM side. I'm so happy that it's there. I, I, I personally, I think that's something the Bay Area needed to break out of was the a- AM slot for sports radio. Uh, but don't get me wrong, KMBR is still one of the best. Um, but anyway, I've been checking out uh, Marshawn Lynch of the, I believe, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he, it's not just him, though. It's Colin Kaepernick on the Niners. It's, you know, people, it's football players like them. It's, to me, it seems like a new trend that's going on in football right now that I'm I'm really, really irritated with. And I'm not the only one. And it's the, the unprofessionalism these guys are bringing to the interviews. And I understand maybe some of these interviews aren't, you know, required. They're not a staple, but when you come off and you give off these horrific answers, it doesn't make any sense for you to, uh, oh, he's on Seattle Seahawks, Marshawn Lynch. Still though, my, my, it still stands. Um, I don't, all, all, if you're giving away short, answers maybe one two words if that at least show some intelligence with your limited capacity of the English language this last interview I saw him on they they showed a clip of it on uh I don't know if it was sports center I don't know if it was uh the news but it's it to me it seemed like it was I think it was sports center actually but the only answer he gave, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. Favorite movie, I'm thankful. Favorite, you know, what did you think? I mean, don't get me wrong. Marshawn Lynch had a hell of a game this last time. You can't fault that. But when he comes back and says, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, although, you know, for like – the 20 answers he was asked that he could have really went into detail on and reduce those 20 questions to five. You couldn't think of anything at that point. You couldn't think, Oh yeah, well I just, I, I, you know, it was one of those moments in sports that I got the ball that really fell upon my lap and who knew it would turn out like that. It turned, it went from a, it went from a, a possible five yard stop to an 80-yard touchdown. That to me that's a hell of a transition. I'm thankful. That's all we got. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. You can't answer questions like that to me. I believe, personally I believe that if you're going to be in a professional sports league whether it be W whether it be the NFL, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League or World Wrestling Entertainment, hell, even especially World Wrestling Entertainment, you got to come in there as a professional. And that's what I don't think these guys have. 
be I mean and it's it you could hear it in all their interviews. It's revealed in their character with these press conferences and interviews. And there's a I I, I really want to go back to what Damon Bruce says out here. Very very popular sports radio analyst or I guess I could call him an analyst. I guess that would work. He's he he always ends the show saying, quote Sports doesn't sports don't build character, they reveal it. And that's exactly how Marshall Lynch is revealed. You wanna you wanna expect a big trade off? You wanna expect big bills when you make the t- make the plays and you wanna get traded? I'd rather sit I mean, if I wasn't the owner of the Seahawks, I would sit there and tell him, hey. I don't like honestly I'm going to sit down I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like the way you're addressing these interviews. Can you do me a favor? I'll pay you I'll, I'll I'll keep paying you the same thing, but to guarantee that that I pay you the same amount, can you do me a favor and be a professional for once in your freaking life? Because what you're doing now is childish. That's not the football player I hired. And but hey, hey at the same time too, He's going to make plays. Cool. But personally, I think these guys should be responsible for being professionals. If you're in the if you're in the major leagues, you better act like you're in the major leagues because if not, there's the door. And that's what I think. So, uh anyway, that's that's my opinion on the current state of outside of of the ring. Um I will be doing the show like I said, probably bi bi-weekly. Um, monthly to bi-weekly, probably bi-weekly more than anything. Um, uh, I just got some hours changed around for work. So starting next week, I'll be able to record more and to bring you my opinions. I think what I'm going to do is over that two week period of time, I'm going to record the four segments that I usually will do, um, to get that going. I'll probably reduce the show to about an hour until I have a stable enough, uh, idea on the new format. So, um, Please bear with me, and again, I appreciate all your feedback. Please let me know. Hit me up uh, at RTR Maverick on the Twitter, uh, facebook.com forward slash runningtheropes.radio for the the Facebook page. Um, You could also check out all the shows. You could also check out all the shows and all the discussion of wrestling over at uh, over at the SNS Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash SNS Radio Network and snsradionetwork.com for all the content on the show. So please, thank you for listening. And from the bottom of my heart, it's good to be back. So uh, this is Brian Maverick Bertrand for Running the Rope saying see you later, everybody. (laughs) 